0: Have we added more complaints about the uh, bad language in this programme? Uh, we've, uh, we've had a letter from the same person that made a complaint apologising to you. Hang on, where, where is the letter? Um, uh, is it this one? Stuart Collins. Yeah. Hello, James, and your pleasant-sounding producer. Obviously, no idea what the f- he's listening to. Um, I would like to apologize to you for criticizing your swearing last week, and I hope you will accept my apology. But I have a new complaint to make. You didn't tell me it was another fucking complaint. What's going on? <laughs> well, I mean, I- is it worth doing this f- podcast or not? <laughs> well, we, we only get a few complaints. But I have a new complaint to make to you about you. I think you will be glad to hear as. here dot as. What does that mean? Um, he's just put a dot in for some random reason. All right, okay. Um, Here, as a socialist and a very pro-feminist, I strongly object to the word mankind being used, (laughs) excuse me, as a narrative, and I find that word extremely sexist and offensive. Would you agree with me that this word mankind should be banned and replaced with the word personkind, which is more... Inclusive and not sexist, Stuart from Sussex. He's taking the piss, isn't he? He's got a valid point. God dear, oh dear. Okay, well, why don't we just call people people? We do. Yeah, well, why do we need mankind? I mean, if you want to call it personkind, doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Why don't we call it humanity? Mankind could become humanity. Has there ever been a woman on the moon? No. So only mankind have been on the moon. Let's not talk about that in the podcast today when we do it, right? What, the moon? Well, it's on everything. I mean, I I can vaguely remember the moon landing. I was about, I don't know, how many years ago is it? Fifty? Mm-hmm. I could just remember. I was about five, I suppose, when it happened. Um, and, I, you know, so we landed on the moon. Yeah. And so... I've seen loads of science fiction things which are far more exciting than the reality of landing on the moon. That's true, yeah. It wasted enormous amounts of money and achieved... Well, I know there was a lot of technology achieved from what apparently uh, the scientists learned from getting a man on the moon, but they didn't actually have to go and put a man on the moon. No, they could have just sent a, a Lego brick or something. Well, I don't know what they could have done. I mean, that's when they did this thing. One small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Exactly, because only men have been on the moon, so that's why you yeah. need the word mankind. Who who wrote that? Because he didn't just come up with that. That had been written for him to say. Oh, the whole thing has been scripted and uh, mm. rehearsed, yeah. They're talking about now, they're talking... And, and so dull. The stupid fucking BBC didn't save many of the tapes of that because they didn't think it was necessary, apparently, or they couldn't afford it or something like that. You would have thought that was, you know, whatever you think about it, it was a piece of history. Mm. You would have kept it, wouldn't you? The whole of the, the, the televisual thing that they did at the time. Can't they just go to the studio they filmed it in and get a copy of the tapes? There is a woodpecker going up going up the, uh, the, the telegraph pole in front of me, looking out of the window. It's lovely to see. They're sending uh, people back to the moon now. Are they? They're yeah. probably going to send women One small step for woman One giant leap For womankind No, see, yeah, see, sort of see, no, no, because no, it, It'd have to be person kind because men have already been there Oh, okay One small step for women One giant leap For humanity Yeah, that would work Yeah, there we are, see Apparently they've, they've got to work out How to get to the moon because they don't know how to do it I find that very well, strange when they've already been. Yeah, well, that's ridiculous. It's just up there. You can see it quite often. You just go in a straight line towards it and then slow up and land on it. Find the uh, the country that's pointing in that direction and then mm, straight up. Yeah. Yeah, wait until your country, wherever you are, at night, where the moon is, clear night, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Ah, I've, I've seen a problem already Our planet is slowly rotating So you'd actually have to send it up in advance And hope that it slowly Rotated towards No, you wouldn't No, no of course not, you can steer the bloody thing, can't you? No, no, once you've seen it and you go straight up You're, you're going to go continually in that direction Unless the moon is moving around the earth I don't know how it works Research, I think I'm sure it's easy. If we've done it before, there must be directions, and somebody could put it into a sat-nav. There is no problem. Yeah, well, apparently uh, we've done it before, but... um, uh, In fact, no, Uh I better make make it, because I don't want to get into trouble again. We've definitely done it before, but we've just forgotten how we did it. What do you not want to get into trouble about? What are you talking about? Well, well, uh, last year sometime I mentioned that we might not have gone to the moon, and yeah well that's just you being stupid you know full well we went to the moon all that bollocks about the conspiracy theories honestly exactly yeah i'll tell you what actually i was talking to a friend of mine who uh, who actually discovered or anyway we weren't going to how he got them he is the guy who has the alien autopsy tapes he found them he got them he uh, owns them he has uh, sold them around the world or allowed licensed people to see them, you know, the the autopsy of the um, alien being. The one with Jonathan Frakes in it. Who's he? The guy from Star Trek. No, this is a serious documentary. This yes. is not a joke. Yeah, I know. Jonathan Frakes was the guy that did the documentary. Yeah. My friend has the footage he bought off somebody in the desert many years ago. I won't go into it. He was looking for stuff to do a documentary on Elvis Presley. And they were traveling around certain parts of America advertising. If you've got any old footage, you know, any any uh, film footage you may have taken of Elvis Presley, we will be interested in buying it. We'll be in this hotel. Come along. And somebody came along with this tape of the alien autopsy. And my mate bought it. And there have been recent you know there have been films made about it. there was a sort of comedy made about it with anton Dekin, if you remember I do I do, but i'm what why did well, someone think that uh, Elvis Presley was an alien no you 're missing Eve Pillock. this guy came along he had some he had some uh, footage of Elvis, yeah, all oh, right, and okay. then he and he sold them and then so oh, by the way, I've got something else you might be interested in i'll go and see if I can find it I'm rooted around his old shack, brought it back to them in the hotel, and it was this tape of an autopsy being carried out on an alien. So they bought it and, uh, and then, you know, proceeded to, uh, to, to, to show it around, to, to do whatever they did. Anyway, um, recently, to cut this very long story short, recently the CIA have released documentation, which was in the news a couple of weeks ago, to authenticate it and say that they were absolutely sure that this alien autopsy or they knew it was genuine. Right. That was an email coming in from the CIA. I don't know what we're talking about. Cease and desist. What? i better just open it up and have a quick look. It's a bit worrying, isn't it? Okay. Um, So anyway, there we are. So uh, that just goes to show... We can't talk about it when we do the podcast, but that just goes to show... Uh, that there are stranger things out there. Why why are we wasting money? I mean, it's just dull. We went to the moon, big deal. We, it's not achieved that much. I think it's because we need to build a space station on the moon so that we can refuel on the moon and then jump from the moon to other planets. Yeah, but why, why bother? We've got loads of mess on this planet to sort out first. Let's sort this planet out before we go and try and f*** up any others. Climate change, you see. What about climate change? Well, when this planet's messed up, we've got somewhere else to go. Well, you don't have to worry about driving diesels or anything else. The climate change problems will come with sunspot activity, all right, and also with the fact that we are slightly off-kilter on the um, axle of this planet, and that wobbles a little bit, and it moves a little every year, I'm led to believe, which changes the climate why don't we get loads of um diggers and start moving loads of soil and gravel and sand to Mm. one side of the planet and then it'll wobble loads then won't it and then it'll just spin off into the galaxy and move further away from the sun why don't you just shut up i mean i'm trying to have a sensible conversation here and you're just talking bollocks Uh, right, here we go. Uh, welcome to the James Well Radio Podcast. Uh, an hour or thereabouts of complete nut tosh. Uh tosh. But you're very welcome to stay tuned and listen to it. Um of course, we are, so far, no nearer Brexit. Uh, we are, in fact, probably getting further away. It looks now that the reality is we're going to leave without a deal. Lots of people say, it doesn't really matter. Uh, very good. Um, the reality, of course, is that it probably does matter, and we probably will leave without a deal, and it'll probably f*** the economy of this country up so bad that we will be saying, what the hell did we do that for? And everybody will be finding excuses as to why it wasn't their fault. And I didn't realise this and I didn't realise that. Well, you won't be able to say that because lots of people have warned that unless we do some kind of deal and continue on our uh, our trade as it is at the moment with our nearest neighbours, things will be a complete and utter f***ing mess. Um, and nobody seems bothered. You know, this is the interesting thing is uh, we're about to get a new prime minister, probably Boris, who knows, uh, and by the way don't forget go on talk radio and you can see the uh you can see bits of the uh, <laughs> of the i don't know what you call it it's a bit like gogglebox and me and uh, mark francois the mp looking at the debate that was uh, hosted by the sun and talk radio uh, a week ago and uh, there's a film out there on facebook and twitter and everywhere else at talk radio where you can uh, you can see me and mark having a serious, sensible discussion about the debate, and unfortunately Ash interrupting every five minutes. Can talk radio not afford glasses? Why? Well, why were you we using plastic cups? Well, that was Ash's... But we were in this nice country house, you probably noticed. Yes. Uh, that was owned by... Well, it's owned by a very famous person. No, I can't really mention the name. Um, and uh, we, we went there because the same person owns everything else. And... Uh, Ash was supposed to be making nibbles and, and doing drinks and stuff, but he just messed around. He just he just farted about. And in the end, all he could find was some paper cups and some digestive biscuits. When I was expecting olives, uh, some mozzarella, sun-dried tomatoes, uh, maybe a, a little chorizo, little things like that, just to nibble as we were drinking. And drinking milk chocolate digestive biscuits and um, pinot grigio didn't really go down very well. No, at one point he was choking, I'm I'm sure. He was coughing away. Who? Marc Francois. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, he did drink a lot of that wine. Mind you, it could have been worse. He could have found hobnobs. Have you ever tried having a hobnob without a drink? Oh, dear. No, no. it's, It's dangerous stuff i don't only like the thick chocolate biscuits not the sort of dried ones do you know what i mean yeah the hot knobs are very dry yeah. and bitty and they sort of make it yeah cough. no i don't uh, can we not do can, anyway so that that is there um but the whole and and, and mark francois of course is the vice chairman of the erg and they're all hoping just to get out of the european union they think he's a he's a nice bloke i can i can uh be friendly with guys looks a bit like my brother funnily enough um I can be friendly with people even if I disagree with them that's where the world is going wrong people can't continue to have disagreements with people but still and still get on with them even though they have a different point of view about things I didn't think we could leave with no deal now you didn't think we could? well didn't they block it yesterday? yeah but they block it and then that doesn't actually mean anything I'm waiting for Boris to knock on the Queen's door and tell them to all bugger off what the royal family? <laughs> no, the uh, the people out of Parliament. Surely the Queen can close Parliament down. Well, you, the term Pirogue Parliament" I means they close it down, make the decision, and then bring Parliament back. I think uh, wasn't that last done by um, Cromwell? Yeah, but I'm thinking and that we, didn't end well, did it? Yeah, but I'm thinking the Queen should just turn up as a last act that she big act that she does before she steps down and says, "Right, you lot, out for a few months." No, nah, she would. I mean, look, she's ninety odd. Yeah, who's going to argue with an old lady? No, no, but she doesn't want the aggravation. And anyway, it's it's it, there. This no, I don't know. It's just a mess. This whole thing is a mess. Where's David Cameron to apologise? We haven't seen Hyde nor hair of him, have we? No, he's he's disappeared. He's probably out jogging somewhere. Why do they all bloody jog? I, I, do, do you know? I mean, Boris Johnson jogs. Uh, Jeremy Hunt jogs. Um, I do, I do, do all poli- is there a reason why politicians jog? There must be, but I don't. I don't because none of them look very good in shorts. I mean, Michael Gove makes you want to choke every time you see him in shorts. Yeah. I mean, if you look like Michael Gove, why would you embarrass yourself by going out jogging around the streets looking like an absolute whatever? That's why they invented treadmills. Yeah, exactly. You know, and the same can be said for cyclists. There is no necessity to use those bloody things on the street when you can go to these spinning classes. Yeah, yeah. And you could turn the lights on in the room so you don't need those flashing lights that you don't like. Yeah, exactly. Always daytime. I haven't seen a lot of cyclists lately because I've been on the train, but um, uh, so I'm, I'm quite happy about that. Yeah. The only place you see cyclists really... Or in big cities or around the country lanes getting in everybody's way at weekends. And that's a bit of an annoyance, I must admit. I don't like it when they close your whole village down so they can have a little bit of a race. Yeah, well, who told them they could do this? And I think somebody should start actually saying, no, you can't. Yeah, I mean, if they're going to do that, why don't we just have our own rally races then? Well, I wouldn't talk about that now. There was this tragedy in, in, um, oh, God, Stevenage, wasn't there? where they had one of these cruise meetings and some stupid idiots uh, went off the road and ploughed into the onlookers, injuring something like 17 people. These people who have these cars, that are all souped up and race them around the roads. And they're always always kids. They always sit down. Their heads only just come above the uh, top of the door, if you notice, because they put the seats down on the floor. Um, And wish they could do something f***ing useful with their lives instead of tinkering with their cars and annoying everybody. A motorcyclist. You know what? What is the point of motorcyclists? I don't know. I was down on the coast the other weekend, and we were sitting having a a meal, nice little restaurant, sitting there just relaxing, few glasses of uh, water, obviously. And then the motorcyclists turn up, and they go up and down, and um, just the most annoying people. If you want to ride, I really don't understand why you would want to ride a motorbike. They dress up and they pretend they're racing, go and race on a f***ing track somewhere, not on the main roads. Cut in and out of cars, adjust their, their exhaust pipes so they sound butch and loud. I imagine most motorcyclists have got, men, have got very small penises, if at all. And that's why they have to drive up and down making all this f***ing noise. Cyclists <laughs> probably have no, because, you know, you damage your male bits as a cyclist. But then I suppose, you know, people who do all that kind of work have never been very good at anything else, have they? You know, these very athletic people, they're never very good, apparently, at doing the other stuff. When you say the other stuff, you mean the other stuff? I mean the other stuff, yeah. Mm, Okay. Why? I was just thinking, surely on a motorbike, you would have an erect penis all the time with all that vibration going on between your legs. No, it, it would be uncomfortable, so you probably don't. And they probably don't have much of anything between their legs and very little between their ears either. Otherwise, why would you want to ride up and down like that, showing off or trying to pretend to be, I don't know, some kind of macho bloke all in this leather and everything else? Go and listen, go and join a go and ride round a track somewhere. You look ridiculous, you sound ridiculous, and you fing annoy me. Maybe it's just been over-vibrated and therefore lost all sensation. Maybe it's just being a pillock, right? You want to go and get these souped-up motorbikes, go and find a track to racing. I mean, they look ridiculous. There was one coming down the motorway, and he must have been doing 100, 120 miles an hour. Uh, And he's sort of crouched down over over the handlebars and the wheels wobbling a bit at the back. Just looks ridiculous. I'm sure he's getting a really good... Sort of uh, oh, more coming in, don't oh, oh gosh, um, and uh, getting a real good thrill riding down there. But you know, he, if he hits something, he's going to doubt. He's probably kill himself, and I'm not bothered. But he could quite easily kill somebody else. Then somebody's got to go and pick the bits of his body up. And I say his because I don't think women would behave in this way. I mean, there are a number of women motorcyclists, I know a couple, and they ride very safely and sensibly. They don't sort of crouch down over the handlebars and try and go as fast as they can and then swerve in and out of the motorcars and things like that. It, they're a nuisance, and I never see them pulled up by the police. Can't catch them. That's no excuse. Get, we've got motorcycle cops all over the place. Get them out catching them. It's only the minority, though, isn't it, when you think about it. Minority of what? Motorcyclists. Who do you know who has a motorcycle that commutes? They—they're toys. They're toys for guys who—who've got some kind of mental problem about their male prowess. Not sure I fully agree, but yeah, okay. Why have you got a motorbike? No, I've never had. I've—I've I've tried riding a, a scooter once, one of those uh, mopeddy things, and I drove right, it into yeah. a wall. So, why are you trying to keep in with the motorcycle crowd? Because. Maybe it's because of where I live. That they, they, you know, oh yeah, remember where you live. They come along, don't they? At weekends, and there's loads of them. Somebody should stand up to these guys who think they are so fucking clever, don't they? Wander around, strut around in their sort of leathers and pretend to be hard. Think they're hell's angels and go all over the place just to annoy everyone. What 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 sort of kick do you get out of annoying everybody? I wonder. I was going to say that they're very normally law-abiding pleasant people i'm p- not interested in the normal law-abiding pleasant people i'm interested in the ones who ride too fast who risk their lives and other people's and who are intent on making sure wherever they go quite often to places on the coast on a nice sunny afternoon driving up and d- riding up and down making as much f-ing noise as they can i agree but they're the minority though who says they're the minority? But there can't be every motorcyclist. Why would you have a motorbike? You can't get much of a view of anything from inside one of those helmets. No, but you can get places quicker, because you don't have to... queuing traffic. Oh, so what you do is, as I saw the other day going into London, you ride right on the wrong side of the road, and then when somebody like me doesn't swerve out of your way and you have to cut back into the traffic you get very annoyed and very upset because why am I going to go into the curb and, uh, and scuffle my wheels because you are so fucking arrogant that you decide you can do whatever you like on the road. No, I think it's about time. Motorcycles were made to behave in a, in, in a, in a way that actually fitted in with the rest of society. Anyway, I don't want to talk about motorcyclists anymore. Good, because I, I'm sort of sticking up for them. Not in that way, though. (laughs) Yes, of course you are. I rest my case. I rest my case. Um, Sajid Javid, who, of course, is uh, currently the... um, Gosh, what is Home Secretary, isn't he? Yeah, I think. Um, Has been going on about uh, people's extreme language, if you're in the public eye. Because some of the extreme language that's been used increases the use of racism. I think what he's doing is having a go at Donald Trump, quite rightly, because Donald Trump has now. Much as I used to find him entertaining and amusing and, and being a supporter of Trump really wound lots of people up, so I was more than happy to do that. But his outburst uh, uh, recently, not only about the the those ladies uh, of, of colour in America, telling them to go back where they came from, basically, but his complete and utter disrespect of our ambassador. Now, ambassadors send private uh, messages to their governments all the time. I wonder what the American ambassador has been saying about British government over the last couple of years. I imagine if they were ever found and released, we would be quite shocked at some of the language the American ambassador probably used to describe what was going on here. Now, it's gone very quiet. But whoever leaked that documentation has to be brought to book. And I'm not sure that putting it, you know, everybody's going, oh, well, you know, the press have the right to this. I'm not sure how releasing what the ambassador said and getting him the sack. I'm not sure how that is in the public interest. So if anybody could tell me how that is in the public interest, uh, drop me a line, jameswellradio at gmail.com because I don't see how getting him the sack and uh, and exposing this has, has got anything to do with the public interest. Do you? Stuff like that that's uh, leaked there should be something in law that stops you from doing that. Well, there, yeah but there is. Well, I don't see that having our ambassador who has served this country well um, and has been very highly thought of and then suddenly making him out to be a pillock uh, by releasing private uh, his private thoughts about the White House. I don't see how that is in the public interest. Can somebody explain to me why that is in the public interest? Well, it's the same as the phone hacking scandal. Just on paper, isn't it? A private conversation between the ambassador and the government, and that is supposed to be hidden, alright? Obviously it's not secure enough. But the person who leaked it is somebody who is trusted. And it it could be detrimental to the safety of our nation, what they did so I don't understand how how leaking that, telling everybody you know, the phone hacking scandal is another thing, I think oh, mind you, I don't think you should say things on the phone or near recording machines that um, uh, you never want people to hear but if you are a government minister if you believe you are talking in a uh, you know, on a line that is completely safe it's obviously proved it isn't um, then that, uh, that that's something completely different, in my view. But I want to know how, how leaking this was, or, or reporting this was in the public interest. And the person who leaked it, I think, has done this country an enormous amount of damage. And I want to know who it was, and I want to know how they are going to be dealt with. Right. If I was in power, this is what I would do. Once this story gets uh, leaked and is in the paper, it's a requirement in law, if a judge, etc., approves it, that the information of who gave that gets released. And Mm. if it's anonymous, as in the newspaper didn't find out who released it and then still released it, then the newspaper is culpable. Well, the, the paper should actually, in the interest of public safety, uh, they should release who did it now. And now that they'll say, well, nobody will ever tell us what's going on again. You see, I'm, I'm not sure that showing us private emails between the ambassador and the government is in the public interest. I think that is uh, a step too far. It's definitely not in the public interest. It's ruining no, the relationship. No, but that's what the newspaper is saying. They're saying it's in the public interest to release this. But we all think Trump's a bit of an idiot. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. But you don't... You no, don't. Even more so now. But imagine if someone said the Queen has sent a letter and here's a copy of the letter from the Queen where the Queen says Trump's an idiot. Mm. That's, that's not going to do us any favours, is it? No, but it'd be very funny to see the expression on Trump's f***ing stupid face, wouldn't it? (laughs) Well, I think we should all just say we like him so we we all stay on... No, I think we shouldn't. I think we should say people like him actually are not to be admired now. Much as I thought it was good to see somebody who was not from the political classes elected, he's now taken it a step too far. Yeah. And I'm sure he... He doesn't understand uh, that he can't be seen to be doing the sort of things he's doing on Twitter. He's not, he is, you know, when you are in that position, you can't behave as if you're just a drunken lout in a bar. I don't think he really knows that he's what the he's president. doing. You're yeah. absolutely right. And for that reason, he ought not to have his finger on the nuclear button. Well, he hasn't really, though, has he? I think he has. Apparently, he doesn't have to ask anybody. He can not he's going to have to ask somebody for the for the 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 football isn't it they call it the suitcase and no one's going to give he's it he's got him. that with him all the time yeah but no one's going to hand it over to them are they well I hope not I hope not but I think I think he's doing America a huge disservice he's appealing to the redneck racist twats no that's uh, a terrible expression uh, motherfuckers um who uh, who 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 just have no place in dignified, humane society. You know, the white supremacists who think for some reason uh, the color of their skin puts them above everybody else. Could just see it now. Give me the codes, give me this briefcase. And it's like, ah, oh, I've left it in the car. Just give me a sack, I'll go and get it. Good. Um, got um, got another email here. Oh, dear. Shay Marmon says, Good morning, James and Robbo. Hope you're both excellent. Uh, James. Uh, are all cyclists deaf? I'm wondering because when they ride past my house in West Morling, they which I believe is in Kent, uh, they talk so fucking loudly, they must be fucking deaf. I mean, they are literally a foot away from each other, yet they think everybody in the whole country needs to hear what they're saying. Arrogant. I can't even use that word. Uh, shut the f*** up, uh, you bunch of... Oh, God. And turn off your stupid annoying flashing lights and pretentious pretentious Well, Cuts. I, t- I, t- I took the N out of the word there. Oh right okay. Uh, love, the pod, love the bleeping that poor Robo has to do. All the best boys. Shay. Thank you Shay. Um, yeah, You can't use the word motherfuckers and cuck. It really is too much. Um, but uh, do you know funny enough they ride past my house on a Sunday morning early and if you leave the window open you know, they're, they 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 go out early, I don't know for what reason, but just to annoy everybody, and they just shout at, you're right, they, they ride in these sort of, you know, big bunches of cyclists in their tight, and they're always ugly blokes as well, if you notice that, and they just yell at each other as they, they're cycling along. They should have clubs and they just go round in a big circle because they can't. there isn't anything they're looking at. I mean, they're not enjoying being in the country. They're just sort of making a noise. No, they're just looking at the ground, not head down and looking yeah, at Yeah, I mean, what is the point of riding a bike when all you look at is the ground you're riding over? That is a very good point. I think it's probably time that you uh, should, uh, should do this... Um, what do you normally do? Tech talk? Because I've been rambling on for ages. I just fill in the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've got. I've just seen this trailer of the. Uh, they're doing a new Top Gun movie. What do you think? Well, the trailer looks good. Trouble is, when the trailers look good, the movies are never quite that good, are they? Taking them a while to uh, do the sequel. Hmm. Yeah, t- twenty years or if, thirty years. It's not more. Yeah, it's quite a long time. Funny, isn't it? He doesn't look much different. No, he keeps getting younger. How do you do that? Is he? Is that Scientology? It must be. Have they it? got some fountain of youth there, and they dip their themselves in it every now and then. Yeah, you you dip your tips in, and uh, yeah, off you go. Your tits, your tip, your, your tips. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> yeah. Okay. <clears throat> your big toe. Well, it looked quite good. I I saw that uh, film you've been nagging me to see the other day, Green Book. Oh, Green Book! That's a really good film. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It exceptionally good, mm. exceptionally good. And I saw a film the other night. Came home after my talk radio show, seven till ten Monday to Friday. I came home the other night and and just flicked through the channels. There was um, there was a Jason Statham. I'm a big Jason Statham fan. I think he's a very underrated actor. Everybody thinks he just does lots of sort of you know um, martial arts and that's it. Uh, but it's called what was it called? Hummingbird. Oh yeah. Have you seen it? I think I might have done. It's it's about a soldier who comes back and he has post-traumatic stress disorder and how it is very difficult to, to separate, you know, the, 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 the past from reality. Yes, I have seen it a while ago now. Yeah. Well, it was on the TV, so probably was quite old. But, I mean, it it actually, uh, I thought, showed his acting skills fantastic. It, it was very good in it. Everyone likes a bit of Statham. Why was he never... I mean, he suddenly arose from nowhere, didn't he? Yeah, he was in a film a, a few years ago uh, called The Meg, about a big shark. Like a remake yeah. of Jaws. That was quite good. Don't remember that. The first time I saw him was on the Transporter movies. I think I've got The Meg on Blu-ray. I'll send it to you. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I, he'd make a very good James Bond, wouldn't he? Yeah, but problem problem is we already know him as a that kind of character, so I think it would ruin it. Yeah, you might be right. (laughs) Okay. Um, So anyway, I saw some other movies this week as well. Um, Can't remember what I saw. Must have been good then. Well, no, they were. I haven't seen this one about you bloke who uh, invented Facebook yet. Oh, yeah, you should see that. It's well worth watching that. Is it? Yeah just seems a bit dull. But then I didn't watch Green Book for a long time because the idea sounded a bit dull. You have to be in the right frame of mind. It's mm. one of those films you have to watch rather than enjoy. Shall I do Tech Talk then? Yeah, I think you should do Tech Talk now because otherwise I'm going to get you into more trouble. Could we do it without any Welsh language as well? Um, yes, I can. I can successfully 100% guarantee that the next segment will not have any Welsh <laughs> in it. Because you can't speak Welsh, can you? I can. No, you can't. I can. Go on, prove it. Um, what would you like introduce me to introduce? The introduce tech talk in Welsh. Go on. Um, but there's, there's no translation for tech talk in Welsh. Well, I Introduce. Just say what you tell me. Tell me the first thing you're going all to right, talk right, about okay. in Welsh. Yeah. Sharad tech. There you go. Tech talk in Welsh. No, I mean the whole thing. Just tell me what it's all about. Explain it in Welsh. That's not going to happen. Yeah, because you can't speak Welsh. Not to that level, no. Well, then what are you going on about? Tech talk. Yeah, but you live in a a Welsh-speaking area of Wales. You can't speak it. How do you manage? It's all translated. I bet when people come into your business, everything is in Welsh as well. No, it's not. Well, you'll be in trouble. No, because everything in, uh, in my shop is all technical and there's no Welsh translation. I'll give you an example. What's X-ray in Welsh? I've no idea. Ray X. Ray X? Yeah. So they just ch- turn it round to be different? Well, they turn it round because the, the Welsh does turn it round, yeah. Why? Well, they, they give the important thing first. What? It's like um, if I said to you, there's a red car coming towards me, yeah. Yeah. It's more there's important. There's a car to, red. Yeah. It's more important to tell you about the car than the colour. No, it's not. There are loads of cars. There's a red car coming. Not there's a car red coming. No, oh, I would just shout car coming, wouldn't I? Really? Yeah, I would. So this is a whole pointless thing. the <laughs> <laughs> Right. Um, the police and other authorities should suspend the use of automatic face recognition technologies according to a new influential group of MPs, which is a good idea, because... Why? Because facial recognition is gets it wrong. Oh, well, that's a good reason to stop it. But, you know, if there's anything that stops these wankers who want to do us damage from getting into the country or getting into certain areas, we should do it. And if there's a way of finding out where all these villains and thugs are, then we should do it. But if if facial recognition isn't very good, if that means that you look like a gangster or a terrorist, and if you go through one of these things, they might actually put you up, yeah, we should get rid of it. People, in general... People who need people are the luckiest... Oh, I can't bet. Go on. What about uh, looky likeys and doppelgangers? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you look like somebody and you get, you know, flagged up as a terrorist or whatever, you could be in big trouble, couldn't you? Mm. Bad news for some Uber passengers in the US. They've had uh, their bills multiplied by a factor of 100. So when they've been (laughs) getting out of their taxi, (laughs) they've been automatically charged stupendous amounts of money by mistake, by glitch. Uh, Well, I I don't understand anybody wanting to use Uber. Every time... I've had and now if I'm doing something and they said we'll just get you an uber I said no you get me a proper car or uh, or you give me uh, give me the money for whatever Uh, I don't do uber because every time I've got into an uber first of all uh, they don't know where they're going most of these drivers and they stop without even looking they're useless drivers the ones I, I mean I'm sure there might be some good uber drivers but I've never encountered one and, uh, and then if they can't find you within five seconds or whatever it seems, they, they just disappear and you, you get a message on your phone saying driver couldn't find you, he's gone, It'll be another five minutes before somebody comes. In that time, jump in a black cab or whatever, wherever you happen to be and off you go. Uber, it's a waste of time. Why do people use it? If they can't do the knowledge, they should at least do the IQ. Well, there are a lot of them, and they grunt, and they're just not very. I mean, obviously, it's not a very good job. They don't make enough money. They moan a lot. What is the point? I don't want to sit in pro, close proximity. I don't want to go in one of those flipping cars they drive as well. Oh, the um, the uh, the the um, the eco-friendly things. Yeah, Prius. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm just you know they're uncomfortable. I don't want to get in one. Uh, So, no, I don't do Uber, I'm sorry, but it's all very, very trendy, isn't it? Oh, I'll just... I'll get an Uber. Well, you can go on an Uber, I'm not. I don't think we have Ubers where where I am. Good. And keep them out. But as far as I know, any driver of any car can just sign up to be... Oh, no, you've got to... I don't know what you've got to be, really. A driver. Well, that would help. Mm. Anyway, right, moving on. Uh, There's a company called Neuralink. Who? Neuralink. Yeah. It's uh, it was a company set up by the man, Mr. Musk. You know, the... Oh, I don't want to know anything about him. The one who was uh, nasty about those guys who saved the kids in Thailand. Y- yes. Oh, forget him. Compl- well, he, he doesn't exist as far as I'm concerned. Okay, well, let's just, co- let's just start this bit again. There's a company what? called Neuralink that may be you know, owned by somebody we don't like. <clears throat> and it was set up to explore ways of connecting the human brain to a computer interface. All right. They have now applied to the regulators to start yeah. testing on humans. In other words, they have managed to find a way of connecting your brain to a computer to extract thoughts and input thoughts into the brain. So it's not going to be long before we can duplicate hmm. human souls. Well, I think we don't want to do that, really. But yeah, that's the interesting bit, isn't it? This bit inside your head that we consider is us. Uh, and and the religious and I haven't had a go at religion yet. Um, consider it's the soul and that lives on after. I mean, I'm not sure it does. I'm not sure it does. It, it's all contained within that sort of grey, squashy bit in your head, isn't it? Yeah, it's just a large memory stick in your head. Yeah. And when you go and that goes, it's defunct, isn't it? Yeah, so you would, a bit of, well that sort of stem cell technology, grow another brain, and then input the, the thoughts from one brain that's getting tired into that one, and then <laughs> shut the other one off, and uh, you wouldn't know any different. So where would that leave religion in the future? Proven wrong, I would say. Yeah, I would too. All those people with, you know, and, and to be a religious leader, you don't really, you know, read a few books and, and con people into thinking you got in contact with this being. And I, I was talking to one the other day, uh, I won't say, who, quite a famous, uh, fairly high-up member of the church. And he was saying, I've, I've, I've been asking for guidance from God for some time now and I believe that God has spoken to me and this is the way we should go. Really, what he means is he's been thinking about this problem for a while and then suddenly he's thought of a solution like we all do. But um, he's decided it was God that was telling him rather Car- than the fact that you think about things. Carries more weight, though, when you say, God gave me the solution. I'd rather take the. Uh, I'd, ra- I'd rather take the. Um, uh, what, have, what is it? The. Credit. Uh, Yes, that's what I was... It's always the small words that escape me, taking the credit for it myself, yeah. It's a bigger thing to say that God's, you know, got a direct line to you, isn't it? No, no, because then, then you, you're the the gullible and the ones who... You see, I, I've I've spoken at length. So what is it? That, you know, how do you know God spoke? Um, and then, then people will say, oh, yeah, well, so-and-so who died spoke to me the other day. Well, I, I think about Melinda quite a lot. And I think about things, and then I think about, you know... And I could say, oh, yeah, well, Melinda was speaking to me. But that was really my brain asking a question mentally. I wonder what she would do. And then i decide on myself what I think uh, or or what I think we should do. And and I suppose if you were gullible, you'd say, oh, well, that was uh, so-and-so speaking to me. In a way, if you said that you had voices in your head talking to you, you'd obviously be put in a padded cell. Right? Yeah, but I haven't had voices in my head, but we have thoughts, don't we? Of course. So if you mm. said, so-and-so spoke to me the other day, blah, 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 they'd put you in a padded cell. But if you say God did it, they wouldn't mm. put you in a padded cell. So I think it's just, uh, you know, like a, a get-out-of-jail card. No, but it? I think some of these people actually believe it. I remember interviewing many years ago Doris Stokes, who was a medium, and she was a little old lady. And, you you know, I don't think she was conning anybody. I mean, I don't believe for one moment she was speaking... To people who inhabit who die and go somewhere else don't believe in that at all but I think she thinks thought deeply about somebody and then then these thoughts come into her head and she sort of said them I think she believed and I think a lot of these people believe that there is some outside source talking to them and giving them these thoughts but we all have these thoughts when you think about what somebody said to you in your brain later on you sort of hear it in their voice don't you your brain yeah. has that sort of weird thing where you actually hear the voice in your head of the person that you're thinking but about. But here's the weird thing. Here's the weird thing. I have, and it's been over a year since Melinda died, I have never, ever had a dream about her. Here's somebody I lived with for 50 years nearly, since I was 17. And I have never, ever had a dream about her. Well, that's quite normal, though, isn't it? I mean, is not it? I is it? You know, when when somebody that you've you've lived with for most of your life suddenly is not there anymore, you would think, wouldn't you, that you'd have some sort of dream or something? I don't know. You know, it's strange how the way the, the brain works. Because yeah. I've never had a dream about any of my kids ever. No, nor am I. Anyway, moving on. Um, have we finished tech talk now? Um, have you heard of that Russian company? Um, well, it's probably a person really, but it is a company. Um, who made an app called FaceApp Which transfers your photograph So it can make you look younger or older It's doing the rounds at the moment It's so the new big thing Right, okay Can you use that on my uh, publicity photographs? Well the thing is uh, The worry is that it's a Russian company in the first place So everyone's got this theory that all your photographs Millions and millions of photographs Are going to be sent to Russian servers With mm. all of your names, etc It's a bit like the facial recognition thing So just be careful What's the app called? Face app. I'm not having any more apps on my phone. You shouldn't have any apps on your phone, really. Shouldn't you? Nah, just just use the calculator and the camera and Facebook. Okay, what have I got? Uh, Find friends. That's pointless, that app, isn't it, really? Is it? How can I get rid of it? Um, Just hold your finger down, wait for it to wobble and press the X. Tips? What are tips? These are all on the phone when I've got it. Tips. I don't want that either. Yeah, those are those are put on by Apple. Some of them you can't remove. Yeah, but okay. the, ones you, the ones you've downloaded from the App Store you can remove. But oh. I don't think you've downloaded any of you. Uh, um, no, not really. I, well, I've got the weather thing, and I've got something for my car. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, those are sort of y- y- yeah. the normal ones, aren't they? I've got Waze. It's not Waz, is it? <laughs> That'd be like it's quite where, a good app. There, where are all the public toilets? Check on yeah. Waz. No. What is that? Oh, I see. All right. okay. Okay, all uh, right. I've got hundreds of apps on my phone. Have you? Handpicked Hotels keep sending me, and I, I don't know why. But anyway. Okay, good. Right, okay. Let's finish this off, because uh, we've been talking about nothing for ages. Have you done your tech talk? What are we doing now? Uh, questions for the whale. Go on then. Uh Martin Fogel. Fogel not foggle foggle come on let's do it uh why is it you have to pick up your dog poo but not horse muck uh well because dog poo is uh, like human poo pretty disgusting uh if you're a vegetarian uh, probably not um but horses are vegetarians and it is uh it is pretty good for uh for the roses uh, but in some areas you do have to pick up your horse muck Cars pollute the atmosphere with, uh, you know, the emissions from yeah. the exhaust. Well, a horse is a roadworthy animal, mm. and therefore it mm. is allowed a bit of pollution, isn't it? Really? Yeah, I don't see much horse shit around anywhere, and I live in the country. If I see any outside the house, I go and dig it up and put it on my garden. Well, you'd scrape it, really, when you didn't dig it up, would you? Well, I mean, scrape it. You know, don't be semantic, pedantic. Whatever the fucking word is, get on with it. I'm going to the pub. Andrew Walker. Are there too many people on the planet? Yes. That's why we're going to the moon. Donna Marie Stoker. Instead of scrapping TV licenses, free bus passes for over 75s, how about we scrap the House of Lords? Uh I think we need a uh, we need a, a second uh, chamber to keep an eye on the first chamber, and I think we should appoint people rather than vote them in, because let's face it, you know, (laughs) democracy. Oh, dear. Uh, Look at what we've got in the House of Commons. Moving on. Steve Lewis, egg or chicken? Mm, Whatever you fancy. Next one. I think it which which comes first. Maybe. Which one would you say? Get on with it. I've answered the question. Come on. Uh, Jan Hazel. What would be the best month of this year to impeach dictator Donald? Oh God! I, I, do you know, stupid question. I'm sorry. It doesn't really bother me. I just ignore the silly sod. But Christmas, Christmas Day, a bit like Den and Angie on EastEnders, that'd be quite good. Oh, huh? I, I just, just. It's America. Forget them. <laughs> You're not doing our relationship any good, really, are you? Well, you know, he's an arsehole, and <laughs> uh, and I couldn't really care less. <laughs> We've just lost loads of American listeners. I didn't say the Americans were assholes. I said their leader and the way they do politics. They would be so much better if we still ruled them. When you think about it, I mean, we should not have discovered America. It wasn't lost, and people actually were quite happy living there until we f***ed the whole thing up. Any more questions? Yeah, yeah. Rob James. Yeah. Are the temptations back in the charts this week, or is it just my imagination? Yep, yeah, just your imagination. Next uh, Rob Mann. Mm-hmm. Is it right? Elephants should be tied up for tourist rides No, it's not right at all and actually I wanted to have a go at the cunts who, uh, who, who sit on them uh, and shoot them and then sit on them and, uh, and take pictures of themselves when they've uh, shot one of these magnificent animals, giraffes, tigers uh, rhinoceroses elephants, you know, what fucking assholes these people are I would get these uh, trophy hunters and uh, befriend them a little bit and then take them spear-fishing in a pool full of piranha and tell them to just wander in and watch from the banks and see what happens. They need putting down. People who find it entertaining to go and shoot an animal and then sit on it and have photographs of themselves taken are not really of any use to society whatsoever. Darren Milne... Yep, come on, let's make this the last one, I've got to go Okay, uh, I love Nicola Surgeon Yep uh, Scotland the Brave Fine, okay uh, 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 I think if there is uh, something you can get for that I'm not sure what it is You would need to go and consult your GP first okay. Not for me to give out medical advice on this programme But if, uh, if that is the case uh, I think you must have, uh, have it quite bad And uh, I would go there as quickly as you can I didn't get to read the question, so I'll do the next person then. Okay, Uh, Michael uh, Cobberford. Why do men of certain age insist on wearing shorts around town, looking like overgrown toddler is not a good look. Have a word with that Ian Lee while you're at it, James. Pass him on some style tips. Hmm. I think he's past having any style tips. To be quite honest, he's got appalling legs. And he accused me of body shaming the other day. Well, I mean, body shaming is just giving people hints that you look shit in what you're wearing. And you're right. Why do some sort of men of a certain age wear tight T-shirts over huge extended fat bellies and shorts? I don't understand it. I mean, and to, to be fair, some women who are far too fat squeeze themselves into some of the stuff. just appalling. If you're, if you're, you know, overweight... Try to disguise it if you're not prepared to lose it. It's a bit harsh. You ask me a question, I'm giving you a fucking answer. Alright, okay, don't have a go at me. I'm just reading the questions. I'm going now, bye.